This is Caitlin Youngsma, and you're listening to The Horrible Movie Podcast. Hey guys, uh, this is Jack from The Horrible Movie Podcast. You know, NBC has been sending us some great, great trailers for their upcoming fall lineup. Here's a great show. If you like Downton Abbey, you're going to love this show. It's called Yorkshire Manor. Check it out. Coming to NBC this fall, Yorkshire Manor. Enter 18th century England. Enter Yorkshire Manor. If you love Downton Abbey, then you'll be enchanted by Yorkshire Manor. Starring Gary Oldman as Esther Yorkshire, the creator of Yorkshire's famous plum pudding and what the Yorkshire fortune was built on. However, Reginald Cragthorpe, famous chocolatier, played by Johnny Depp, will stop at nothing to make Yorkshire's pudding popularity a thing of the past. Ah, Yorkshire pudding is the favorite dessert of all the children for generations from Aberford to Yulton. I'll be goshwoggled if that vile Cragthorpe causes us to be penniless. Well, my chocolate will be the rage of Yorkshire Day, Master. And there's nothing you can do about it. Coming to NBC this fall, it's... Yorkshire Manor. I love, I love things that are British. I think they are fascinating. I think many of us came from European descent, correct? Yes. Some of us came from maybe other places, but... Why'd you look at me when you said that? I'm trying to think of Phil... (laughs) Phil, you are Latino. Would you say you're Latino? Yeah, I'm Portuguese. Okay. Well, but that would be that's still your, European. That's European. still European. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Grant's Dutch. He is Dutch. And you are? Swiss. Swiss. Okay. Slash German. I have some Austrian, some Irish going on. Caitlin, you probably get a lot more Irish guesses, right? Because of your hair. It's yeah, f- but then you hear my mom's maiden name, which is Fankhauser, Ooh. and then you understand. <laughs> now, my wife, my wife Amanda, is uh, is a quarter Native American. She's wow. Quarter, yeah. So, you know, I mean, serious stuff there. So anyway, but anyway, I don't know where I'm going off on genealogy here. Check out ancestry.com. It's like, like what's happening. Anyway, um, guys, welcome to the horror movie podcast. We are here today with the Youngsmas. Grant and Caitlin. Hello. Hi. Guys, thanks so much for coming in. You brought a great movie today. I'm going to say a great movie right now because once we start talking about it, that will diminish what I just said. Because it's it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Um, Grant, you're the one that chose this movie. Fired Up. Mm-hmm. Starring some people that I know. That, honestly, <laughs> there's hardly anyone in this movie that you're like, oh yeah, that guy. There's some people that are in some things, but no one that sticks out, right? Right. Why'd you pick this movie? Well, back in high school, yes. I thought it was pretty humorous. But watching it this past night, 
I realize this is one of the stupidest movies I've ever seen. Now. I do not know why I liked it in the first place. Well, but it's a great for this podcast. It's perfect. The, the reason, you know, I think, I think that you were sent this movie when you were in high school in order for you to be prepared for this moment. There you go. There we These go. My um, so fired up, fired up. We are fired up. Yes, we're fired. Okay. Be aggressive. Be, be, be aggressive. aggressive. Okay, so we the, are starting. We we are starting. If you watch the trailer on this, at, at the end of the trailer and, and in some of the advertisement stuff, it says at the end, not a cheerleading movie. Have you seen this thing? Yes. And they did that. I we listened, We watched a couple things yesterday that talked about how they did that to convince people, look, this is more than just a cheerleading movie. And at times, it's a teen movie. Yes. However, folks, the teens in this movie, Eric Christian Olsen and Nicholas D'Agosto, De, De, De one of them, uh, Eric, was 32 at filming in this movie, and Nicholas was 30. And in a great Hollywood way, it's like the Luke Perry syndrome on 90210, where he was like, you know, 30 years old. Actually, this is worse than that somehow. And that's what Hollywood does. They make those guys, they want to make them look hunky. And so they did. And they were adults. Talking to teens. Good job. High fives. On National High Five Day. High five. Um, so check it out. Um, it is um, time for a segment we like to call uh, Time for Some Deets. Fired Up. Directed by Will Gluck. Thanks, Will. Thanks for doing this Thanks to us. Thanks for the greatest movie Produced ever. Produced by Will Gluck. Written by Freedom Jones. Freedom. Thank you. Starring Eric Christian Olsen, Nicholas D'Agosto, the two old people, and then a cast of others that we don't know of and have been in a few things. Mm-hmm. High fives. Good job, guys. Um, Richard Gibbs did the music on this. He gets a little bit of credit. Because he has Weezer in the trailer. He has Weezer in the trailer, but it, that, it's not in the movie. Um, maybe he played Dr. Rick. Dr. Oh, wait, is Dr. Rick or Dr. Rich? Rick. Okay. Um, release date, February 20th, 2009. Did you see this in the theater? No. Okay, good. Hallelujah. <laughs> That'd be embarrassing. Budget, $20 million. What was the box office? Caitlin, how much did this movie make at the theater? $20 million budget. $100. No, $100. <laughs> you know? I'm just kidding. Is it like five? $18 million. $18.5 well, million. Not bad. I almost broke even. Almost 18.6. Um, so not a, you know, not a too bad on that. Anyway, there it is. Um, I want to take the time real quick to tell people about uh, Patreon.com. We have a Patreon page on there. If you want to uh, donate just to keep just basically, we give out some perks when you donate. If you go to our Patreon page, go to the Horror Movie Podcast, we give out t-shirts and stickers and free content stuff, patreon.com. Check it out if you want to uh, kind of maybe donate to the Horrible Movie Podcast. Um, if not, you know, we're free on iTunes. Enjoy it. And we'll continue to be free because Freedom Jones said so. Also... Check, well, she didn't say it. He? Freedom Jones? Girl, I forgot. Um, thehorrormoviepodcast.com. 
for all your horror movie needs. We've got the shows on there. Also, revolverpodcast.com if you want to check it out. On there, guys, it's time for a segment we like to call A 30-Second Synopsis. Who's up for a little 30-second synopsis? Caitlin's pointing at Grant, and any of us married guys know when the wife tells us to do something, we better do it. So, and I guess since I brought this misery upon us, yeah, all, you've brought you've brought this shame upon your family. You must exorcise the demon by talking about fired up. Um, let me get my timer ready. I should have been doing that while we were talking there. Um, fired up is po- quite possibly the worst thing I've ever seen, Grant. Other than maybe Three Ninjas uh, and uh, High Noon on Mega Mountain, which I highly recommend if someone wants to go listen to Woof. Woof. Double Dragon's close. Wouldn't you say Double Dragon is also close to as bad? Uh, a Bobo. A Bobo crying. Yeah. It's pretty good on there. <laughs> There's, we've done some bad movies on this, which you guys know. You've yeah. been a part of Hocus Pocus. From Justin to Kelly. All about Steve. All about, oh gosh. And <laughs> I like that movie. And uh, Deck the Halls, a Christmas <laughs> edition. And you guys have been on a lot. <laughs> they're, they're uh, well, we've had, we're, this may be episode 60. Is this episode 60? Yes. Yeah, this is 60. This is episode 60. And we were on and episode 50 with the notebook. The notebook. You guys have been on, you guys have been on a lot. The frequent flyers. We're professionals. You are professionals. You bring it. You don't sing it, you bring it. Or, uh, or you just have terrible taste in movies. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Phil. You guys have great ideas for movies. Let me give you guys credit. Phil's always the negative one. I'm the positive one. I'm the positive. Never mind. All right. Are you ready? Yes. 30 seconds enough. So I'm going to hold this up for you. If it goes off, um, <laughs> you have to let Caitlin do a round off and kick you in the face. Cheerleader style. Ready? And fire it up. Okay, Fired Up is about Nick and Sean, who are two high school football players, but they take player to a new meaning when they decide to go to cheerleading camp to meet other girls that don't go to their school. And what happens when one of them falls in love for a girl who has a boyfriend? Well, watch Game this Rick. movie and find out. Oh, I love it! 24 <laughs> seconds. That 24 was really good. seconds! Oh my gosh! That was good. I'm letting the alarm go off. It's not a 30 seconds that I was about the alarm. Um, that was wow. awesome. Dude, that was good. <laughs> it was so good. It made the movie sound good. Which and I you, know it's not. You read it like the back of a uh, like, like a Hardy Boys book or something. <laughs> like a Which Way book. All right. That was good. That was a darn good. <laughs> Sponsored by... NBC's Yorkshire Manor. And NBC's Major Cuts. Coming to NBC this fall. For your NBC fall lineup. I don't think I can actually say Starburst jelly beans, but Caitlin said they're sponsored by these jelly beans that she's eating. We won't say the name of them. Might be competitor jelly beans listening. Um, So, folks, um, we are going to talk today about fired up and nothing gets me more fired up than, than a good cheerleading than a movie. good cheerleading movie <laughs> and a, that's so awkward and a good uh teen movie and we talked a little bit on our on our 
early edition episode about uh, American Pie, about uh, Bring It On, and this movie is kind of the, um, I don't want to say that, the child, if you will. Frankenstein's monster, the piece together monster, 2009's last gasp for anything that is um, that sort of a movie. But uh, anyway, when we come back, we will have a segment called Power Plot, and we will go back over the movie. Guys, we'll see you in a second, right after this break. And we're back! Okay, so um, we are going to talk about something in a segment we call it's crazier every week when I make up that. All right, so the plot of this movie is terrible. Is terrible. Yes. And what what makes it so terrible? You can spoil it a little bit. You don't have to go into the whole plot right just, now, but just what makes this movie so crappy? Some of the stuff makes no sense. Okay. Like they are supposed to be going to football camp. Yes. One of them makes up a great excuse. How on earth did the other one get there? And he is allowed to go. Yeah. In real life, that wouldn't happen. No. You have to suspend your reality. You have to suspend your disbelief to make this movie happen in a lot of ways. And then they go from Illinois to Texas in about three hours. And we're not, hey, and we're not talking they're going to Dallas. They're going to El Paso, which is, I'm talking, guys, it is Mexico. And it is on the west, it's, it's basically New Mexico. Yeah. It's on the Mexico, New Mexico, Texas border. El Paso is, mm-hmm. and they just flip back, flip back and forth like, like no they're big going deal. weird. It's like ten minutes away. Stupid. Their high school is Gerald Ford High School, um, fictitious high school, not a real high school in Illinois. What university did Gerald Ford go to? You guys know University of Michigan. He did. He was a Wolverine, All American football player. To the victors. And he, back then, they played offense and defense, so he played mm-hmm. offense and defense. Gerald Ford. He was not just a hilarious skit on Saturday Night Live featuring Chevy Chase. That's true. Checkers was his dog. That's real. Gerald Ford's dog's name was Checkers. Just saying. Hmm. And on this skit on Saturday Night Live, Chevy Chase's character has him um, uh, embalmed. Has him, text, has him texting her. And he's right there. He goes, sit, Checkers, sit. Good job, Chuckers. Good job. Because they're trying to portray Gerald Ford as being a buffoon. Because he fell off of Air Force One off the steps one time. And that's real. That really happened. That's rude. At least he didn't get that's Miller. stuck in the bathtub. That's that's a that's fictitious. William Taft allegedly did, but you know who made that up? Allegedly it was Teddy Roosevelt when he was starting to smear him. Teddy Roosevelt and William Taft were friends for a long time. And then William Taft, when he took over as president, did some things that Teddy didn't want, didn't like to do, didn't want him to do, and Teddy actually was going to run for a third term of president because you could do that back then. All right, back to Fired Up, the cheerleading movie, after my history lesson. Um, so check it out. We meet up with Nick Brady and Sean Colfax. Played by, Nick is played by Eric Christian Olsen, who was 32 at the time this movie was filmed, and Sean Colfax, who was um, who, who is played by Nicholas Diagosto, who was thirty at the time. What do you? How do you guys feel about adults playing teens in shows? Thoughts? Well, it's it just dumb. kind of lives up to a standard that you'll never make. So true. You know, um, on uh, you guys ever watch Hannah Montana? Do you guys ever watch that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. 
Hannah Montana's brother. Jackson. Jackson was literally in his late 20s when he was playing Jackson on that show. Hmm. He just did not a very tall guy. He didn't really look that old. No, he still doesn't look very old. Mm -mm. Anyway, there you go. Hollywood. Gotta love it. Luke Perry, not a 2-0. He was like 32. Um, So they are two popular football players. The trailer, what's the trailer say about them? They're two of what? The biggest players. The two of the best in the state. These two jabrones are two of the best in the state. And but all they care about, Caitlin, all they care about is finding girls. And not the girls of their dreams. Mm-mm. They care about one thing, and that's lots of high fives, okay? Just saying. I can't get too innuendo based here. But you know what I'm saying, right, Grant? Yes. Wink wink. That's all they care about. And so they are playing in a football game to start the movie, right? Am I wrong? You think this? It's a spring football game. Is that what they said? Yeah. The spring Thank spring the Lord. Game. I thought it was. I thought this movie's continuity was so bad that they skipped from a football game to a camp. No spring football. Spring game. football game. Yep. Did they then blast forward completely to summer? I guess because yeah. they're going to go to football camp. Their crazy cussing coach, who plays the library, the library police on um, Seinfeld, by the way. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. He plays library police guy. I was trying to place him from the trailer. Coach. Yeah, yeah. And he says a bad word all the time over and over again. Yeah. And um, it's the only word oh, you don't, don't say it, Caitlin. Don't, don't say it. It's a family friendly show. Yeah, it's a family friendly show, Caitlin. Don't go there, girl. All right. You can bleep her if you have to. If she gets out of control, you bleep her. Okay. I all know. right. Um, settle down. Hey, settle down. Um, all right. So they. They're trying to get out of going to football camp because they yep. don't. The football camp is going to be in El Paso, very hot. It's right on the Mexican border, and they don't want to go there. They do not want to go there. And they just heard about cheerleading. And yeah. they're going to go to El Paso from Illinois because allegedly Gerald Ford High School is in Illinois. What coach would take their high school team to a camp all the way across? Not all the way across the country, but pretty much across halfway, the, halfway across the country. This guy apparently, they want none of it. Because what do they want to do? Meet girls. Meet ladies. And then they're at a party, at a kegger, if you will. At a bonfire and a kegger. And they overhear the cheerleading ladies talking about cheerleading camp. And there's going to be 300 girls at this camp. Who want just as bad as we do. Who want this just as bad as we do. The guys, they think... What? 300 ladies that want to be the best cheerleaders on the planet? Well, guess what? The guys then concoct a plan. And I dropped these jelly beans. They have his sister. What's her name? Poppy. Poppy. Teach them all the cheerleading moves. Poppy is the classic MacGuffin device in a movie to get you to, to... to take this to the next level to get you where you need to go. She is, um, I'm trying to think of this. She's like a baby genius almost. She's kind of younger, mm-hmm. but she's still a high school age person, allegedly. Yeah. Apparently, she's Apparently she's on 16. JV, so she's about 16. Yes. Um, and so they, along with her help, concoct a plan and by the way, they're very athletic because they can do flips and stuff. Yep. They concoct a plan to get 
um, the cheerleaders to notice their ability, and she helps them talk to cheerleaders, the dumb ones, according to them. And that's not me saying it, folks. That's the that's the that's the people saying it. That's the that's the character saying it into um, letting them go to cheerleading camp with them. Yep. What's the main? Uh, what's the uh, captain's name? Carly. Carly. Carly Davidson. Uh, yeah. Carly Fries. Oh gosh, we haven't got to Doctor Rick yet. Oh my gosh. Larry Moe and Carly. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. Um, Carly is not impressed, but they take it to the coach, who doesn't even go to the competition. By the way, no. Yeah, that's weird. And then apparently, and and no. Wait, this is the best part. At the end of the movie, she's married to the football coach. Yeah, what the heck happened there? <laughs> They're like watching the competition together. Where are they watching the it from? Their house. Did the football guess. coach not go to the football camp? I don't know. I guess mean, this not. is like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, we haven't got there yet. The continuity of this movie, folks. If you like continuity and High understanding, quality. oh man, it's bad. The writing is bad. Gluck, you've ruined this for everyone. And this is why he's only directed one other thing. And what was it? Like the it was some... Heathcliff, the Heathcliff movie, <laughs> and an episode of Garfield and Friends. I wish I could direct an episode of Garfield and Friends. That'd be awesome. Um, they, they, the cheerleaders accept them for the most part. They ride the bus down. They're so excited about getting we the cheerleading. Are driving. We, we, we are, are driving. driving. So lame. Beyond lame. Mm-hmm. And so they're going down there, and they make it, and they... To are them, like in heaven. They're in heaven. They say this. We have made Our it. Our bus has crashed, and we're in heaven. And we're in heaven. Because they're surrounded by ladies, they have one. Uh, they have a, they have to bunk with some other uh, colorful colorful characters, um, who I'm just gonna say it this way: for them, are not competition for the girls at the camp. That's uh, all no. I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say that way. I'm just gonna say it. They're not competition for them at the camp. They also have to bunk with one eagle mascot that doesn't talk, and another cheerleader who has a who already has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it's just those two. Looking to find the loves of their lives. Basically, from this point, the hilarity ensues for a long time. It's just that middle, that that soft, nuggety middle of a movie like this. There's hijinks. They go. Um, I don't want to say they. They don't necessarily go skinny dipping, but they go swimming in up in the pond. Yep. At the camp to work on uh, their cheerleading lifts and stuff. Because it's better in the lake. Right. Better resistance. Uh, that's what they said. And so, um, then... I'm sure. Yeah, and then, uh, what else? They get caught a few times. Oh, by the way, the camp is run by John Michael Higgins' character, and he was the first... He was the first male cheerleader ever to compete... At the national level. At the national level. John Michael Higgins, he's from... Uh, you said he's from Pitch Perfect? Mm-hmm. Another... I, I, again, I'm saying that's a teen movie. That's more of a modernized teen movie, right? Yeah. Could you've had Pitch Perfect without a high school musical? Caitlin, you're very musically inclined, and you're very, a very good singer. Not as good as me, but you're a very good singer. Would you say, I mean, that's saying a lot, though. I mean, I've got a lot of talent. You've heard Mountain Holler before, right? Internet love song. They're really different from each other, though. But uh, no, I'm not saying, but, but thoughts. Could you have had, 
Could you have had High School Musical without having the Zach Attack episode of Saber the Bell? Have you ever seen it? Yes. Mm-mm. It's. I think you couldn't have had High School Musical without that. Zach playing that yeah, solo I mean, the whole time on guitar. It probably led up to Pitch Perfect. Caitlin, you don't know how podcasting works. You just have to agree with the host. Okay. She didn't yes. have to agree. I prefer it when they disagree. I no, want you to yell yeah. at me. Just go crazy. Jump on the table. Oh, I didn't say that. These tables are expensive in podcast land. These are these are shipped in from outer Mongolia. What? Okay. So thanks, Putin. Um, so basically the camp, they run around, they do some crazy hijinks, but what happens to the boys, Grant? Enter Dr. Rick. Dr. Rick is the boyfriend of Carly, Carly yes. Davidson. Uh, Carly Fries. Which, funny story. Yes. Our parents introduced us. Oh, silly. And he wears a 10 and a half in funny shoes. Funny story. But, but an 11 in Crocs. Uh, and he wears the Crocs around. It's so lame. He is the total, he's the uh, Will Arnett character in this. If you know who Will Arnett is in movies, he normally plays kind of the uh, smarmy, uh, at least in Hot Rod he does. And um, he is that character. He's a pre-med at Illinois, University of Illinois. But he goes by doctor. Yeah. Because why prevent the inevitable? Why? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um so he's a total swarmy, and um, he definitely is not friends with the two guys, the two main characters. Um, he is not to be trusted. However, luckily for us, uh, Sean wins the heart of Carly over the course of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric wins the uh, uh, rewind. Nick wins the played by Eric Olson wins the heart of Diodora, the wife of John Michael Higgins, though. That's not to be admired at all, but anyway. Mm. So um, the the movie pursues uh, continues. The guys get found out, right? Yes. Um, Doctor Rick steals Eric's diary. Mm. Uh, rewind Nick's, Nick's diary, diary, and the, he talks about the whole plan. He finds the bus tickets, right? The whole plan, and then they they have to leave. They leave camp. Mm-hmm. And so the children. And then they go to football. Games. They the go to El Paso. They go to El Paso, of all places. Why? Why? I mean, they go to football camp. They it's, they're in this house, staying in this house at football camp, quote unquote, with no supervision. No at supervision, because apparently the coach is married to the cheerleading coach, and they're back. And they're at home watching the black and white TV. By the way, <laughs> weird. And as the guy whose dad's house it is, he makes up. For it by not being much of a fatherly figure. Yes. They, um, then they know that the cheerleading competition is coming up the next day. They get there, they hang out with the guys, they realize, look, we don't have anything in common with these guys anymore. We have been indoctrinated into cheerleading lore. We're best friends we, with all the they, girls. Hey, they show up at the, at the guy at the football camp and these guys are having a ground beef fight. They're literally throwing ground beef yeah, around. That was gross. And Raw the, ground beef. And then the guy sticks a Twinkie in his belly. Before they button. leave, yes, he, he says, "We really his, need to. Oh. We really need to talk to you." That was gross. And someone here needs to talk to you. He pulls his shirt up, and he has, <laughs> and he has a um, something drawn on his stomach, and he chews up the Twinkie fill with his belly uh, belly. So the guys realize this is not our scene anymore. 
we, we love now just to do vaults. We love to do uh, p- human pyramids. That's our scene now. We've got to get back to the competition. Apparently, we, they love driving. And the other thing, this is when the really good uh, editing comes in because they leave. It's morning when they when they when they're getting ready to leave. It's light outside. They open the door. It's light outside. They run to escape the football camp to jump over this fence. It's nighttime. Not lying. It was day when they opened the door. They're running across the lawn or whatever. It's nighttime. They jump the fence, and if you look at it, folks, you the they're jumping over this fence, but on the other side of the fence is actually the big open floor competition thing for the cheerleading camp. They didn't even use a new scene. They didn't even use a new location. They're like, well, no one will see this. It'll be night. It was totally stupid. Jack, you don't know how daylight savings works in West Texas, so... You leave out. You leave your door, and it's and, then and you're it's, in it's day. You leave the door. You open the door. It's night. And then, then you you're j- in Illinois. You jump the fence, and you're in Illinois. What? Not understanding. Anyway, they make it back better in Texas. It everything's quicker apparently in Texas too. Um, they they make it back. Mm-hmm. They make it back um, for the competition. They talk their way back onto the team. They have a competition. And they. But what are, do they have? To, what's the name of that stunt they have to try? The Fountain of Troy. The Fountain of Troy. They blast out of the Fountain of Troy, and they. Um, they well, are, back up name? one Continue. second. Continue. We find out that Rick is actually even a bigger player mm. than they even are. Yes. Where we see Rick. Mm. With the panther girl. With the panther, which is their. <laughs> for the panther girl. Which is their big competition. Yes. Or. Competitor, yeah, it's a competition, and they um, they they're doing their stunt. They're about ready to land it. He uh, what's his name? Sean. Sean. Sean flips off of up the top into the water, but he flips into the water. And then there's this scene where you're like, "Oh no, is Sean dead?" They, yeah, they made it look like he was dead, and but he's okay. He stands. Go up. Tigers! Go Tigers! They get nineteenth place. Which was better than the... Ten places better than the year before. Yeah, the previous year they got like 30-something. So, congratulations, guys. Anyway, all right. So, when we come back, we are going to talk about... We're going to talk about goods and bads. We're going to rate this. And then we're going to talk about what have you been into lately. Here's what I'm going to say. Um, it's This movie ends with a great smoochy scene. Um, Sean smooches Carly. Uh, they use a John Lennon quote in it. Life happens whenever you're making plans for something else or whatever he says. And then what's Life his face? Life happens when you're busy making plans. There you go. And then um, then Make the other guy Deora. smooches up on some guy's wife. That's not as positive. But Mm-mm. anyway, when we come back, we will talk about um, the rest of this movie. And we'll see you briefly in one second minuto. Bye-bye. The boys are bad. The boys are good. That's right. Goods and bads, folks. Goods and bads. Who wants to talk about some goods and bads? So, I I like to try, folks, in your car or at home or wherever you're listening to this, at work, um, in a plane. I like to try 
to point out some goods. Are there any goods in this? It has Weezer in the trailer. Weezer's in the trailer. Grant, you bought this movie with your birthday money when you were in high school. Right? That's right. That's right. No, I did not. I heard you bought this. Do you this. like this movie? I heard you went to Blockbuster and you said, "Look, this movie is my favorite. I saw it in theater fourteen times, and I want to buy it. I want to buy every copy. You bought every copy from Blockbuster. You <laughs> actually put the you put the um, is it Sioux Falls? Yes. You put the Sioux Falls Blockbuster out of business in South Dakota. Well, if the Bender family is listening, okay, they will vouch for me that they at one point enjoyed this movie as much as I did. I think no one on earth will uh, will will agree with that. But they, if they, they w- would go back and watch it, they would find out that this is the stupidest well, movie. Make ever. sure you tell the Bender family on on Facebook that you did this on the podcast, and they can they got a shout out. So, okay, okay, please do. So, is there anything good about this movie, Caitlin? No. Nothing. There's not a thing good about this There movie. wasn't a single quote that you laughed at. I liked the John Lennon quote. That was, a positive. That was nice. I liked that quote. Yeah. That's about it. And I agree with that. There weren't any funny parts at all? No. What about the all his nicknames for Carly? I mean, that's pretty That funny. was kind of clever, admittedly. What, what do you think, Grant? Goods. I mean, I would say there's some good one-liners in it. I'm struggling with this one. I mean, um, the acting's horrible. The editing is god-awful. The writing, horrible. I mean, it, to the point where the, the, by the end they weren't even trying to, to edit it together. It, looked, it seemed like that um, you would do that in a movie. I wouldn't even do that in a, movie, in a film we tried. To, I mean, I, I would try to make it not, I would try to make it look more seamless than that. There is a reason why. We are having this on the show. It's true. We love cheerleading movies that are also teen movies. That's why. Not really. So, nothing. What's the worst thing about this movie, Caitlin? Other than its invention. Everything. <laughs> Other than it was created as an abomination. I just think that it's really degrading to girls, honestly. Oh, really? Like, that's how I felt when I was watching it. But Do you think it minimizes women? Yes, you're I right. It may, maybe Especially you, when they first arrive. And no, like, they're yeah. showing all the girls, and I was just like, I felt like it was just like they're all pieces of meat that they're just looking at, trying to figure out which one looks the best. I think men though were put were put down whenever they, they go to football camp, and they're literally you talked about pieces of meat. They're <laughs> literally meat throwing pieces of meat at the football camp at each other, and they ground beef. They definitely make football players look like idiots too. Yeah, which I mean, some people some may are, think they but, are, but that could be said about anyone. Yeah, spelling bee contestants might be. Con- and we just go back to no. You don't think so? Nope. Why will <laughs> they're Gluck, not dumb? They're in a spelling bee. That's why why will Gluck did not make many movies I, or TV shows? But I bet Will Gluck won his spelling bee. I bet he was a, he's a writer. He probably won his spelling. Will, why don't good. you come on the podcast and explain this movie for us? <laughs> We would love that. The Gluck effect. Um, I'm going to try to track down Will Gluck and get him on here and let him try to defend this movie. You know, we're like, I made a movie. Shut up. That's what you're probably saying. I'm, I'm like, better right. than you because you right. didn't make a movie. I, right. had, I had Lloyd Christmas 2.0 in that my That is true. Movie. He did Dumb and Dumber. Er. He did Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Christmas did or Gluck? 
No. Uh, who was Lloyd Christmas? Who was Lloyd Eric Christmas? Uh, Olsen. Yeah. Oh, the blonde headed guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in, in this movie, our cheerleader is basically just kind of the stereotypical thing where they're just dumb and not really good for anything except looking at type of thing. I'd say that's kind of how they make Other it than the Carly be. character, because they do tell her that um, she's a crack. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now about Will Gluck. I'm sorry, Will Gluck. He was a producer on the Annie movie. Which Annie movie? With... Um, the new one? Yeah. Uh, what's, what's her name? Uh, Jamie Foxx. Cameron oh. Diaz? Wow. He's the producer. Well, We're ripping that, on Will Gluck. If we can get Will, I'm so sorry, Will. I like Annie, If you Will. could come on this podcast, I would love it. Easy A with, uh, what's her face? Um, <laughs> Emma Stone. I love Emma that Stone. movie. Boo. Um, That's a great movie. He's going to be the producer on the new Peter Rabbit movie. No idea on that. Um, so he's turned his career around. You would do Easy A on this podcast? I don't like that movie. Oh, it's so good. Caitlin it's cannot so stand He was the supervising producer. Stone. I've seen it twice. He was the super oh, I love Emma Stone. He was the producer for Andy Richter Controls the Universe. Remember that show when it came on? Anybody? No. No. Well, Andy you know who Andy Richter is? I would say his one mm-hmm. highlight was Annie. For Moonbeam me. City. Because I do like that movie. Andy's the Conan guy, right? Uh guys, he was the executive producer for the Michael J. Fox show. Will Gluck, we're ripping on you, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to go there. If I can get you on this podcast, I will. Uh, I just want to tell you. Thanks. Congrats on turning your career around. Good job, Will. <laughs> Fired up, huh? From Fired Up to Annie. Who would have thought it? So, um, so that's all as far as the bads go. Really? Sad. Uh, let's rate this movie. One being bad. Okay. Five being this the worst ever. Here, let me let me go over the worst ever's for you. Five, we said that three ninjas, three ninjas on uh, three ninjas high noon on Mega Mountain is a five officially. It's a five. Uh, it may be the only one. Double Dragon, five. I feel like we gave Star Wars Holiday Special. A five. Yeah, I think so too. But man, <laughs> Itchy deserved it. <laughs> It's on another level. Hitchy deserved it. So, what do we think? Caitlin? Oh, multiplier. The multiplier. The Will Gluck multiplier. Okay, so you're saying a five. Grant? Well, when I first saw it back in high school, you would have put it It would have been like a two or three. But when I watched it this past night. It's embarrassing, isn't it? It's definitely a five. Are you going to rip it up and throw it away, or are you going to keep it? Yeah. It'll He's going to sell it at a garage dust. sale. Yeah. Okay. So if anybody wants to buy it, oh, $1. I'm, I'm getting a call right now from Will Gluck. He's, he said he'll buy it. He'll buy it for a dollar. Okay, perfect. Will Gluck, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, Will it's Gluck. horrible. Five. All right. So that is the movie. Folks, let's do this real quick. What do you think about it? Oh, I think it's a five. It's horrible. It's eye-melting horrible. I told my wife when I was watching it that it's it's a really bad movie. I hope Miller didn't watch no, I didn't, it. No, I didn't let him watch it because they say some bad things. And yeah. Oh, folks, by the way, I didn't give this disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. Sorry. Uh, but there's some, man, there's some bad language and some nudity in this, in an unrated version. 
Yeah, the the original was PG thirteen, right? Yeah, this so, is the unrated yeah. version. Yeah, but I mean, they have a quite a bit of cussing for a PG thirteen movie, well, and they're trying to tap into that American Pie stuff. Mm-hmm. Is your the copy that you guys own at home on DVD, <coughs> right? Mm-hmm. Is, is it unrated? No, it's rated. It's well, you can do rated and unrated. Did watch we watch way. the okay. unrated? Because I think we watched the rated. I don't remember some of the stuff that happened it watching it the first time. My lord, it was rough. Did, did Amanda watch this with you, Jack? Uh, she did not. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I can't see her doing that. She wouldn't put herself through this. God <laughs> bless her. I wish I wouldn't have yes. watched it. Oh, she'll be... Probably no. won't watch it again. No, it's done. All right, so let's let's do this real quick, guys. What have you been into lately? Let's start with Caitlin. Caitlin, what have you? I'm gonna been go into? with. It can be book, movie, whatever. I'm gonna go with uh, what I have been into, but I have not enjoyed. Tell us about it. <laughs> well, we've watched the show Once Upon a Time now for oh, okay. How many years? Six years? Seriously? How many seasons? I've wasted it, six years of my is life. Into now? This is the sixth season. Wow. And every time I watch it, it just keeps getting more and See, more I, terrible. I did that after season two. Like I was getting through season two. I was like, I can't watch this. This should anymore. be on the horrible TV, TV show, show podcast. Yeah, well, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll add that at some point. If we all Because it just it just keeps going downhill for me. Slowly. Give us painfully. some spoilers here. I, I, what, what's happening on this show right now? Well, at the moment, yes, um, they are still in Storybrooke. Okay. Present day, and um, Rumpelstiltskin and Belle have had a son, Gideon, and oh he's kind gosh. of causing havoc all over. Well, come to find out, the Black Fairy is controlling him. Which the Black Fairy is Rumpelstiltskin's mother. She took Gideon and raised him. And now she is controlling him and making him um, do things in Storybrooke to people. And they're trying... Right now, Emma Swan, she's kind of the savior character in the show. She's always been the one that's, like, broken the curses and saved everybody. They're trying to um, basically end her. Uh, And so this next week is going to be the final battle episode. Or no, wait. The season there's still finale. a couple. There's the season finale is going to be, and their first musical episode yeah, is coming, coming up. up. Okay, well. So, anyways, that's kind of what's going musical on. Musical right episode, now. huh? Yep. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer did a musical episode. Angel, both by Joss Whedon, by the way. Musical episode. Flash this season that we're currently in right now had a musical episode. Everybody's doing it. You know, and it's just one of those things when the clientele that are on those shows, inevitably, a lot of them have a musical background because yeah. when you're in showbiz, you have a musical background. So, oh, and Emma and Hook are about to get married. Yeah, too. that's yeah, coming I've... up. I think they're getting married on the musical episode. So this show has lost it, its first <laughs> season. It was at almost 12 million viewers, which that's is a lot, which is pretty good. Um, it has gone down every single season after that. So uh, season two, you. season two was about ten million. Then it was nine point three eight. Then right at nine, season five it jumped down to six. So like it took a huge leap. Yeah, down. that's and when then, it started getting really dumb. Yeah, so. and then season six is probably even lower than that. So yeah, it's I mean it's about half get, of the original. Getting the heroes treatment. It's probably now. getting close to the chopping board. 
I yeah. would I would think so. I mean, once you get into that five million, four million, it's like I think do this we even will keep be the this? last season. They yeah. haven't. They said they haven't re-signed it yet. Yeah, so, so that's probably a bad sign for it. Okay, but. Grant, what have you been into lately? Anything crazy? Skydiving? Um. Well, I'm getting ready to finish up my first season of junior high baseball. Very good. So. That's been an experience. It's always an experience. It's when you been with kids and it's been fun. Parents and other coaches. We've and, had our ups and downs, but um, yeah. It's and then I'm excited. The blacklist is coming back, so to finish good. off the season, so I'm excited for that. You know, I've only watched a few episodes of it. Um, it's I a really great like. Show. Is it what's his name? Uh, James Spader. I almost said Kevin Spacey. <laughs> James Spader. Oh, you could see where I could get that. Um, Phil, you watch Blacklist? Uh, I have in the past. I've not watched this current season. Gotta catch up. I know. It's called having a kid, man. It's hard. Man, it baby time changes everything, folks. Baby changes everything. <laughs> who is that? <laughs> that's a Christmas song. Uh, by who? The baby change. I don't know. Uh, but that's a real song? That's a yes, real song. Yes, it is. Who is that? It's a Christmas it's song. It's a Christian Christmas song. Is it Michael song? W. Is no, I think baby changes everything is... I'll, I'll look it up. I thought it was... Anyway, you can check it out. Anyway. Um, is that a girl? I thought it was a girl. I thought I was... We are... Oh, It's not Carrie thing, Underwood, is it? Listen, oh, go we're ahead. going to see Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. In the second row. All right, so Flojo Line is maybe... Huh? It's by Faith Hill. Faith Hill. That's I lied. Okay, you didn't lie. You're fine. Baby, Jesus, that But we're going to see Florida Georgia girl. Line. Second Baby, round. you're sorry. You make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you about Florida Georgia Line, folks. Now, you guys are big fans? No. Okay, Grant, you like them? <laughs> we, we got the tickets for free. Really? Oh, on okay. KTTS. You want them? Uh-huh, we're in the second row. Okay, so... You're going to be the only people in the second row that don't know all the songs. But you probably Grant, know all the songs. Grant I know quite a few. Grant's got, <laughs> Grant's got a still trap memory on songs and stuff and sports stuff. It's kind of like 50-50. I mean, I like some of their music and then... I, uh, there's a one song. I've listened to a lot of their stuff, but it's just because... You like the so Tim McGraw one, Tim McGraw you? one is good. May we all is okay. Here's the thing about Florida George Line, which I struggle Holy. with. Holy... Holy. Oh. <laughs> um, those guys went to college, and I, this is what I struggle with, but those guys went to college to be music uh, ministry people. Yep. They have music ministry degrees. And then they just chose to be country artists, so they gave themselves like a two-year window to become country artists, and they became that, country artists. My problem with them is every time I hear them, and inevitably one of or two of them starts rapping, <laughs> it is, I think of rapping grandma. It's so uncool to me. It's big and rich. It's some white rapper. And I just shake my head at it and go, Sam Hunt. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Jason Aldean. Oh, I know. Well, and he just. Luke Bryan. All that stuff is just, it's the same stuff. But again, they're successful. They've done a lot of good stuff. You guys will have fun at that concert. Is anyone opening? Chris Lane and Dustin Lynch. I, I've heard of Dustin Lynch. I don't know Chris, Chris Lane. Um, He's kind of up anyway, and coming. Anyway, so that's cool. That's oh, awesome. Looking to buy a house. Yeah. Oh, you guys are on house hunt. Yep. Um, Phil, what have you been into lately? Uh, I'm into Planet Comic Con. Yes. You like that transition? Perfect. So as you listen to this, yes. we are on our way up to Kansas City 
to go to Planet Comic Con. Yes. And I am super excited. We are going to host a panel for the second year. Yep. This year's panel, I'm going to do it and tell you, it's the Daredevil movie from 2003, starring Ben Affleck and uh, Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. And um, it's going to be great. If, you, if you're listening to this on the way to the con, uh, come see us. Saturday, 3.30 p.m. start. Beautiful stuff right there, friend. Um, it's going to be cool. It's going to be a great... I'm excited about see, seeing Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell is there. Ron Perlman, Hellboy, is there. Um, huge actors. Huge actors. The guy that does the voice for Bender, I'm actually, I actually <laughs> kind of want to meet him more than almost anybody. Um, uh, John Barrowman from Arrow. Yes. Uh, What's-her-face from uh, uh, Dr. Horrible, the musical. Felicia Day. Felicia Day is there. Tara Reid and oh, exactly. the American we Pie. American Pie combo here. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth yep. and Tara Reid are at this Comic-Con, which is really weird to me. Rick Flair is at this Comic Con. Yep. Woo! And um, isn't Will Wheaton there? Will Wheaton is there. Jerry the King Lawler also. Summer Glau from yeah. Firefly fame. Yeah, it's going to be a very good uh, Comic Con. It's a fun weekend. We went up there last year, had a ball. Um, Phil and I talked about parking garages, and we got it lined out. We're not going to have any issues with parking this year, and um, it's going to be a blast. So if you're in the Kansas City area. Um, definitely check it out. Kansas City, Missouri, uh, Bartle Hall. Uh, obviously, plenty of tickets. There were 70,000 people at this thing last year. 70,000 people. Stan Lee was at it last year. He is not there this year, but there's a pretty good lineup. So, uh, All right, guys. Well, Youngsmans, thanks for coming on. Phil, thanks for producing. Okay? Always. You're doing a great job. And, guys, check us out online. iTunes, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, all over the place, thehorrormoviepodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com. Thanks a lot. Follow dreams, rich with stars. Love you, bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is powered by revolverpodcast.com and Orange Tie Web Design Marketing and Branding. The Horror Movie Podcast can be heard on great stations like 105.5 KFGM in Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula, 88.1 KZGM, South Central Missouri's public radio station, and weekly contributions on KPOV 88.9 High Desert Community Radio. Listen to us on iTunes, thehorrormoviepodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com, and anywhere podcasts are found. 